1: Welcome to this episode of the BJJ Campaign Podcast. My name is Jeff Boone. I'm an A3 blue belt, four stripes. Phil Coors, A2 purple belt.
2: West Long, A3 white belt, two stripes.
1: A2, A3, maybe one. Where are we this week, Phil? Origin camp. And what are we doing? Jiu-jitsu. And how often are we doing it?
2: As much as possible.
1: Three times a day. Best week of the year. If you're lazy. Yes that's true. That's true. How much is Orlando doing it? Um, Orlando is doing it for probably ten hours a day at least. Yeah. That is wild. You feel terrible. I would cramp everywhere and be sore everywhere if I were doing that as much as him.
3: You've already been cramping.
1: Have been cramping.
3: In a lake. <laughs> Thought I was gonna drown yeah thank god i had the uh life vest diaper on Mm -hmm. life saver it's the your favorite technique of the week is the life vest diaper right yeah 100 percent. yeah saved my life yeah so
1: um we're up here in beautiful maine it's the 10th anniversary of the origin immersion jiu-jitsu camp and phil when was our first year that we came
3: 2018 2018 indeed
1: and every year since, except for COVID year. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful campus of Mount Laurel. Here in Mount Vernon, Maine.
3: Camp I feel Laurel. like everybody knows what origin camp is. Do they? Yeah. Have we talked about it before here? I think so. That's weird. I feel like everybody knows what it is. Yeah?
1: Yeah. Wes, what's been your favorite part about origin immersion camp?
2: The immersion part? Yeah. I mean... uh not just saying this to you guys because you're sitting here, but uh, being in the cabin with experienced guys that are willing to show Sounds you weird when you say it that way. Yeah, well, you guys are experienced, I think. You know, I, got, hmm. we, in our I cabin,
3: feel like when you started it cabin, with the being in the cabin feet. part is what made it weird. Yeah, made um, it weird. You
2: know, I can be weird, you know that, and awkward. <laughs> but we got, what, three purple belt, a blue, a black belt, a white belt, and then we got a guy, I don't know what belt he is because he's never put on a gi, e, um, Mr. No Gi Man. But, uh, yeah, a lot of knowledge. Even when I'm sleeping, I'm gaining knowledge.
3: Yeah. Yeah. What's the best sweating. way to new, learn a new language? Immersion. Yeah, see? I think they figured it Jiu-jitsu out. Jiu-jitsu is like a language. Which one?
1: Any new one. All right. Phil, what's been your favorite
3: part? Um, I feel like I should have prepared for that question yeah you really should have yeah we, we go over this every year i've had several i love master You can't ken. have several
1: so master ken was freaking hilarious and how jocko played so straight whenever he came in was also hilarious mm-hmm. it's true and he did what did he do like 15 minutes maybe if mm-hmm. that's so absolutely
3: hilarious yeah it'll probably be on youtube super nice guy too
1: yeah and you think it's on youtube
3: probably Oh, that'd be cool I don't if know, I like an official one is yet. That would be super cool if it was. Somebody says, "Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure of that." Otherwise, you're breaking news.
1: <laughs> I don't think we're going to be breaking news. Um, so that, and just like the camaraderie of seeing, you know, it's been now four years since we were. This is our fourth, no, it was 2018 to 2019. This is our third time coming.
3: Third camp, yeah, yeah.
1: Year. But just seeing the same guys over and over, um, you know, and picking up right where we left off from the previous years. Yeah, what's up, Jerry? Yeah. Jerry, where are you? Texas boys didn't show up this year. Dave didn't show up. Dave, Jeff, Crazy Jeff. (laughs) The other Crazy Jeff because you're (laughs) kind of Crazy Jeff. Right, 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 right. Right. Um, Okay, so, yeah, I'm going to go with that. So,
3: you— now that you have time to think about what your favorite parts are so I far? got so distracted with just making fun of what you were going to say that I didn't think about anything. Well, you got to figure this time. shit out, Phil. My favorite part's always the same answer. It's all my favorite. No, it's not. Yeah. It can't be there. It's a cop-out. It's not a cop-out. It's a cop-out. Cop it's the truth. It's cop-out.
2: It's all the free Jocko. Boga. So
3: on the first day, they did the introduction one where you stand up to break the guard, and he he covered again probably for the— he he probably just found this out last week or something. Yeah. But you pinch your knees a little bit, you know? That Man. was a fantastic yeah, detail. Yeah, I like that one. Stand up, break the guard. That was a great detail. That might be my favorite from the first class. Yeah. yeah.
2: Can I tell you my favorite? Yeah. Grabbing the back of the lapel and pulling them closer to you with side control.
3: That,
1: that was a new one for us, too, West. That
2: was, that was yeah, it's a little bit Game different. changer. Game changer. Right there.
3: Jeff, go ahead and walk us through that. <laughs> Left, right. You know I don't walk people through
1: anything because everybody makes fun of me <laughs> when I do. But hold on, I will. So... You're in regular side control position, you know, regular side control on the person.
3: Left to right. You're on the left. They're on the right. They're on, they're, you're on their right side. They're facing north. He's west.
1: Exactly. <laughs> west is over there. Uh, and so you have your arm under. The detail that we usually utilize and, and was taught to us was the, put your middle finger in the armpit of the opposite arm. Pull them into you to put the pressure, that
3: squash on them. Is that more from learning, you learn that wrestling, you think, like a while back, or more jujitsu jitsu specific? No, that's what John teaches. Mm-hmm. Whenever we're doing
1: side control and, and pressure, he teaches that, that, that middle finger and the armpit, I think, middle finger and armpit and pull them toward you, right? But this little variation was from, was it Dedeco or was it Jocko? It was Jocko. It was Jocko. Okay. It was from Jocko and instead of instead of going under the armpit, he was, he was putting the um, hand in the lapel. Which hand? And straighten it in their left lapel if you were on their right side. And Dude,
3: who would say left lapel? I said which hand?
1: Left hand. Top
3: hand. Top hand, there you go. Top hand. So your top hand. West would that. use his north hand. That's correct. That's correct. This is, this is, I found what I'm going to do. And you know what, now that I'm
1: thinking about this, I have seen a video that's similar to this, but it's not this. Uh, Roy Marsh, who is actually in uh, Pinehurst now again, I think, uh, he would do it, he did it where he would grab the neck and pull the neck, not the lapel, like for side control and nogi. So similar, Mm -hmm. similar premise, but man... It was a. It was really good. It was good tight pressure, and it turned your. It turned your head. It was. Yeah, it was a
3: nice detail. It's good for like uh, maintaining, kind of sitting there for a minute if you want to.
1: Right. Yeah, and that's what we wanted to do because we were doing the lapel chokes Mm -hmm. there specifically. So that's pretty cool. I feel like I should just go over all of the techniques right now. Yeah, it's
3: just start to finish. We'll just cover the the first four days. Everybody's going to love that if I do that. Yeah, we're not doing that, ladies and gentlemen. That's not going to be a problem. So on of this. the first day, Jeff put his left knee in the middle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, that was that was great. That the I am um, trying to think. Oh, also Danielle Kelly, shout out Danielle Kelly. She's uh, number four in the one hundred and fifteen pound division uh, of the women's in WNO. She showed a sweet little um, knee by, so we're up north, knee by from uh, um, X guard, right? We were in it. it was yeah. X guard to backside. X, X Fiddy guard Fiddy. to backside. Yeah. Get them off balance. But that was really cool. I really like that one.
3: Yeah. It was neat. Yeah. Um, And now let's transition into. You skip Pete's guard pass
1: pass. Oh, that was a that was a killer.
3: I'm not. T- I'm not
1: doing all techniques, Phil. No, we're going forget over all the techniques. We no, are. we're not going. To, yeah. we're, we're not going to do that. Let's get West's opinion on this because I, I think that you and know, I we we've talked about this just a little bit, but um, it's whenever you start going to camp, it's kind of overwhelming. Like it, it's hard to it's hard to retain anything.
3: It's real life. Much YouTube. less
1: everything. Yeah, it's real life. YouTube yeah it you is keep going to the next one it don't is. remember a fucking thing every three hours you're doing another seminar it's crazy joey said we'd never hang in there past three or four days for for learn taking anything home joey said that yeah i was like yeah you're probably right uh so how about you how about you west you feel like do you feel like uh first off they do just a to, to let everybody know they do breakouts it's uh, white belts in one room do uh, blue purple in, in one room and then uh, black and brown in one room uh, where obviously they're going to be more advanced for the black and brown than they are for the white belts but but also you know I think it makes sense on how they break that down it's smart, a smart way to do it but how have you felt like you've digested the material and, and I, I know you're taking notes and everything but it, how do you feel like you'll what do you feel like you'll implement it in your game or really have take homes with what we've been doing or what you've learned so far?
2: Yeah, it's, I'll be honest. It's pretty overwhelming. I mean, you got three sessions a day. One of them is a breakout. You know, the other two, you're kind of mixed in with other people. Um, especially I've never done no-gi. So that no-gi session just blew my mind. I'm like, whoa, this is a whole other world I haven't really thought about. And, uh, you know, I think taking notes and, you know, the, the White Belt breakouts were actually not super advanced. It was a lot of stuff I had done, you know, back in my academy, um, Combat Arts Academy in West Seattle, Washington. Um, but there was a lot of little things that they did differently, you know, a little detail that I picked up, even like the Closed Guard Pass. Um, there was some really neat stuff they were showing us. Um, takedown as well, different ways of doing takedown. So it was, it was really beneficial it's overwhelming but everyone here is super cool you know to work with the other white belts you know so that makes it easier
1: did you uh did you last on to one person and kind of train with them the whole time uh each each session session a different person but you did okay i
2: I stayed with the one person okay yeah it was which was nice because uh one session i had a much smaller guy and then the next Mm -hmm. session i had a much bigger guy Mm -hmm. so it was good to try this some of these different techniques with the different sizes and experience too
1: yeah um and your note taking and also you've been drilling afterwards you know whenever we get a break and today's kind of our off day and we've been drilling you know we i think we've all been drilling our favorite techniques and what we were doing uh that shout out to the deco with that sweet fake oopa uh technique that he showed perfect for you phil because mm-hmm. you're Oopa is garbage. It fails a lot, <laughs> and that's what it's based off of, folks. Um, but uh, but no, Phil and I were talking about it, and it seems like it seemed like in years past when we would get done with a day, we'd go back and be like, uh, "What are we do in that first session?" And I'd be like, uh, "I have no idea," you know. And now it doesn't it doesn't quite seem that way now. Seems like it seems like we've retained more, and and I wonder mm. if it's just because, like Wes said, a lot of the stuff that he 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 they were doing in his he'd already seen. I think a lot, a lot of this, not everything for sure, but a lot of the stuff that we did we we've already seen too, and I think that helps.
3: Yeah, yeah, I can pretty much remember everything we've gone over. Which in the years past, there's no shot. Yeah. So this, is, this has been helpful. I'm only taking notes on the things that I want to in an effort to kind of filter for myself. And I've only taken like two videos so far because I have all of the videos from the other two times and I've never really watched them. Like maybe once or twice over the course of like two years have I gone back to like rewatch something when I... Kind of come around to actually working on that thing in class or something so this time and i told you i was like i want to see if i pay more attention like while they're actually teaching because like if you've got to run over and grab the camera and then like make sure i'm recording it and all the other stuff i feel like i'm not paying attention as well because you can't and then if i kind of pick and choose what i want to work on and try to remember i think it'll be easier so i'm not taking notes on everything but i do feel like i remember most of it
1: yeah yeah no me too and i think you i think you're spot on on the uh, uh filming everything i think it's a distraction like because you're watching you're watching the phone while you're filming you're not really watching them or listening to them as mm-hmm. well as you should be and i i just uh, i i have a couple of of film because it's like I watched him four or five times and we regrouped. And I was like, I like yeah, that. Let's, that's, let's get this. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's, I think that, that, um, hopefully next year before camp, when we listen to this, we'll follow these instructions so that we don't waste our time with filming unless it's something extra special like master Ken, which I did film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Revisit that. <laughs> <laughs> that's so fun.
2: I want
1: a copy of that one. Yeah, yeah, no worries. I'll send that to you. I'll airdrop that to you. Um, it was cool. Last night we had the bonfire. There was s'mores and everything out by the bonfire. And uh, met these two great dudes from uh, Chattanooga. Chattanooga. I was going to say Knoxville. I don't know why I want to say Knoxville. won't divulge their names. Um, uh, but they we, we hung around the campfire and, uh, and um, hung out, talked to them for a while. And. They they were awesome, uh, and they were like, they were like, we're the worst purple belts here. And it was just, it was kind of funny to hear. You know, it was kind of funny to hear, but it was really cool that they were like self aware that, that that was. And I don't know if it's the case or not. I haven't, I haven't rolled with either of them, so I, yeah, I have, I, no, I have I, not. I have so, no idea. But I didn't even hear him say that. I, I just
3: gone. you didn't hear them say that. No, I was gone for that part. I met him for a few minutes. I go to bed at a responsible time.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean it was our day off today so what what's the matter if you stay up a little you know past midnight a little bit yeah a little bit um uh, but I whenever they said that it was just super real and then we we started having a conversation about it and and they they talked about it and they've trained for a good while and they've trained a good bit and everything mm-hmm. and like to me that's always that's always funny because most of the time it's the other way around. Everybody feels like they should. And these guys both said they told
3: their professors they're like, "We don't, want, we don't want to be promoted." Man, well, no, Boomer said it a long time ago. I think he said on the podcast nobody thinks they're any good at jujitsu. Yeah, the more you know, the more you realize you don't know. Yeah, yeah,
1: but man, I, I'd put it the exact way if if somebody feels the other way, which is feels like they should be promoted. Well, it's not, it's not your choice. Right, I mean, their professor saw something in them to promote them. Right, Mm -hmm. that 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 it would unlock some sort of potential within them that they hadn't been able to previously harness. That's why I think that 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 whenever, even if it's said early or something like that, I don't I don't believe in early or late. I think it's it is when it is. But I think that I think that you know they've been with their same professor the whole time. I think that they he knows what's going to get them to to make their jiu-jitsu better and i just i thought that was i was thought that was really enlightening i really like those guys for for like sharing that because that's that's a hard thing to share man
2: i disagree with you for one reason what i think last night after going through the master ken seminar i deserve a stripe <laughs>
1: <laughs> for sure I, i've
2: learned some really good self-defense <laughs> techniques against a gun yeah and a dildo yeah, of course
1: you, yeah, you can, can. Say Nobody listens to this, <laughs> except Karen Keegan. Uh oh! Um, <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Karen, favorite person. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And but but I just I think that's I think there's a lot of people that feel that way, you know. Um, but man, I think you just got to trust in in the process and and don't worry about it because who cares.
3: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't seem very controversial. I feel like most people feel like they suck. Yeah, I think I mean that's it's probably true. You know. If they're realistic about like everything. Right. Yeah. It's just so much shit that you can't be good at. It's just too much. Right. You know? Of course. Of course. I feel like that goes all the way back to like unless they only do one thing and they have success with that one thing. But if you're like trying to broaden everything all the time there's no way you can feel good
1: that could be the most harmful thing is if you have success at one thing
3: like I don't think it can happen
1: though I mean
3: can it can I guess it can I guess it probably can I would imagine if that's your goal is to win and you get good at something and then you can just kind of focus on sharpening that, only getting to that spot versus trying to, you know, be as well-rounded as possible mm-hmm. because trying to be as well-rounded as possible takes a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Wes, did you, um, have any
1: goals whenever you came into camp? Did you have anything that you like, you were like, all right, I, r- did, I really want to explore whether it, it's technique or whether it was, it was like, um, work different things, when you're rolling or r- try to roll differently or anything like that, did you have any goals that you'd set?
2: I'd say my only goals were around trying to pick up one or two good techniques per position mm-hmm. and really work on them. Mm-hmm. And you know, not try to be master of all, but at least get a couple techniques down pretty good from the different positions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the opportunity to just drill nonstop, which I don't get at home. Sure. Literally I go up and drill any time if I want to go up on the mats and someone's gonna get down and work with me so
1: yeah yeah no that's good that's good that's I don't did you have a goal Phil? whenever you came for camp this year cause I really I don't think I did I mean other than have fun and do a lot of jiu no, and no, stay healthy
3: no last time like I was really working on like guard passing and stuff but uh-huh. I've been working on like wrestling a lot recently mm-hmm. so like I've already been kind of Doing that stuff So this week it was Whatever I'm just I want to see stuff that like Not necessarily I haven't seen before mm-hmm. But just other people's approaches to it Like I was watching the 10th planet guys Go over all the weird stuff For a few minutes Just to see like What do you do? Like, just to hear their funny names That they call everything I mean The names are weird Yeah But I like that they have names I, I totally agree man Because there's a lot of the, the weird Transition kind of things where even if I'm just like talking to you about it, I got to listen to you do this left hand, right hand. And that's <laughs> worse than calling it like taco burrito or something. You know what I mean? Like I do like that they have names. I, I wish there was something that could get done about that. But, I totally agree with you, man. I mean, I totally agree with you. I mean, you know, there's
1: a lot of people that hate that too, you know, that they've that, that they hate that that they've named things and stuff like that, but
3: yeah. I, not, it, I'm not one of those people. I I, I appreciate it. Yeah, so I was watching there, because one of the guy with, there's like two brown belts there from one of their schools, and they just went through like a series from like their lockdown thing, which... The butcher. Is uh, (laughs) it's not like, I don't like to do it, but like I've been caught in the lockdown. I've been hit that, like I was hit with the electric chair sweep, so let's see how they teach that, because I don't want to be stuck in that forever, you know, so you see their approach to it. But yeah, just see all the different stuff, weird stuff that people do, and see if I like any of it. Yeah, yeah, no, I, that
1: that is interesting. I, I I totally agree with you. And those guys are super nice too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they were fun. They're fun to hang out with, as well. Uh, and and the one, oh, what's his, What's his real name? I can't remember his real name. The butcher, the one, the brown belt. The who is the butcher? Runs, the Polish guy that runs the Tenth Planet in Chicago. Victor victor Is Vic? Russian, he doesn't irish, run it
2: italian irish guy that right that's right you're right
3: you're right west he doesn't run it or, do, or i think he teaches there doesn't he or does he teach i don't know that guy him and the other dude just said they're two brown belts there they their instructor or whatever didn't make it uh okay okay i thought he okay no i just uh, i think that's just the series they do
1: yeah well yeah and I, uh he he actually won his fight to win match as well but uh what i was talking to him victor about was like i love i love those that they have a prescribed like warm up that a b c d e and f warm up that's basically their fundamentals that they do every day like prescriptive mm-hmm. you know i was like i think that's one thing i think that's one thing that and i don't know if you, there may be schools that actually do that with ghee or whatever but Man, I I see real benefit in that whole prescriptive flow roll warm up. Mm -hmm. You know, Uh, because I mean, I I think we we watched a couple of those, didn't we? One day with when they were going through everything. This is a warm up series, and then Mm -hmm. it goes through all the moves. And you know, yeah, I watched
3: them a long time ago. It's just there's by it doesn't help if you don't understand how to do this stuff.
1: Well, yeah, I mean so that, that was a long time ago, but yeah. but I feel like if we watch them now, I feel like you, you probably know a lot more of what was going on. But but I think that's a I think that's a valuable um, part of what Eddie, Eddie Bravo's
3: system is with Tennis Planet. I think that was I think it's a really smart thing to do. No, I think the flow roll drilling style thing is, I, yeah, like we uh, kind of do that with things we're working on all the time. Just. Mm-hmm no resistance really, or like super, super minimal resistance all the time and building it up and just getting experience. It's just drilling. You know? Yeah. For but, No, for sure it
1: is. And, and you know, what, I'll say that too about camp this year. There's, there's a really chill, mellow vibe that it's been like, I've had the best roles in mm-hmm. the world
3: here. I mean, like, Jack is the only one trying to rip my head off.
1: Yeah. Well, That's Jack. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> and Wes's head too. But, uh, but, uh, but no, I mean, everybody's been super, super cool and they've just, they've matched whatever the intensity is. And, you know, after the sessions, you know, I'll, I'll make sure to feed them whatever position that we just went over so they can get some like semi-resistance on whatever it is that w- we went over and they'll do the same for me. And I think that's... Mm-hmm. Like that's super, that's something I haven't really, I mean, sometimes you do it in class, right? You always try to incorporate the move that you learn that day, especially if it's an advance whenever you're rolling and, and do that. I think that's always a smart way to do it, but it's not always that you can, you can do that because people are looking out for it. Whereas here it's like, okay, let's feed that position. So you can kind of get a little bit more experience in what you're doing with it. No. Yeah.
3: Mm,
1: same as class. Yeah. Well,
3: yeah. Yeah. I mean, it should be right. I mean, I think it should be. So. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but, I mean, I think it's. I think it's good. I think it's a really good idea. I yeah. think. You should take advantage of it if you can. I mean. If you, yeah. If you don't do it, you're gonna forget it. Yeah, of course you so are. That's what.
1: And and, you know, you you could say successfully do it. And that just means that they fed you that position and, and allowed you to successfully do it, you know, which is a good positive reinforcement and kind of helps with you trying it again another time, mm-hmm. you know, what do you think
2: West? Yeah, I agree. If, you know, upper belts didn't let me get into that position to do the technique, I mm. mean, even like when I roll with upper belts and, you know, I like, quote, they tap, I know that The only reason I got to that position is because they fed it to me and they let me. They never would have let me get to that position to begin with, Mm -hmm. you know, a good upper belt. So it's really helpful when they do allow me to do it and get the reps in versus, I think when I first started, especially drilling with um, white belts, Mm -hmm. you know, we're constantly trying to stop each other versus... Mm -hmm. Death match. Death match.
1: I have seen some white belt death matches out there. I will will say Mm -hmm. that, which is always entertaining.
2: Yeah, I saw one too, and one of them came up to me and asked me to roll, and I was like... I don't want to roll with this guy. <laughs> Literally, I said that. And I'm like, all right. And, but I just, I was successful in talking to him and setting the pace really early. And, Good. And then I, like, not that I'm a coach, but I coached him on a couple of things. And I said, I think that set the tone for the whole five. Well, I think we rolled 10 minutes and it was mm. enjoyable. And mm-hmm. It was fun.
1: Well, that, I mean, that's part of it, right? It's the energy that you put into it and, and the expectation that you set. You know, I mean, I, I tell everybody I roll roll with, I'm old and I roll slow. I'm not here to, you know, (laughs) whatever you want to work on, I'll work on it. I'll I'll get in those positions because I I probably need to defend whatever that position is anyway. So, uh, consequently, how many taps does it take to get your black belt? What? How many taps does it take to get your black belt? I I don't know. Brazilian. Oh yeah, you're right. I've seen that. I yes, I joke. That's the meme. I love that meme. It's a great bad jujitsu joke.
3: <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure where you are going with that one, but I have. <laughs> you've heard that. Yeah, you've now, seen it, right? I've seen it. Now
1: I think everybody's good. seen it. Yeah.
3: It cracks know. me up every time I yeah, see it. Though I don't
1: get it.
2: I still don't get it. <laughs> Can we start this over and retell that joke?
1: Oh god, that's funny. Um, no, but uh, but yeah. So first. Let's see Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. This is Wednesday, right? Halfway Halfway through. Oh man, it's a bummer. Last it's half, it's gone day. by really fast, really fast. Yeah, right. And man, i other than having to stand up at the because I, I just stopped sitting down during pillow's the session, I my neck. I guess I got to do something pillow. Yeah. yeah, he's got post traumatic stress disorder from that, but um, uh, other than that, man, my back's been a little bit sore, almost
3: dying with the spasm in the lake earlier. Everything else has been pretty good. Yeah. You know? I'm just taking it easy even every time I roll. I'm just yeah. not interested in going super hard. I've, yeah. I've felt great for every class. Yeah. Uh, might be why I can remember more of the techniques. But I will say, I remember like the first year going mm-hmm. and then like four months later being in class, seeing them teach something be like, oh yeah, I remember that now. Like, it, you know what I mean? Like, you never remember a big that origin, you know? So, that was, yeah. that was a cool thing about the first, like, year. Because you kind of start to remember things as you see them later.
2: I think I'm probably going to remember, the top of my mind, you know, top of my head, four things.
1: Yeah, from, that's pretty good, man. If
2: I can remember those four things, I'm going to come out of this and go, you know, that was great. And I learned a lot here. And it's i going to come back, you know, in a later class or just, you know, how to roll better and how to be a better teammate, all that stuff. And... Good time in the cabin, right? But I think I'm probably realistically, you know, probably gonna get like four, four things, four or five really mm-hmm. important things. Hopefully, yeah, mm-hmm. that I can grow off of. Mm-hmm. And then I've got some notes, of course, which I'll, you know, probably pick a couple things and dive deeper into it and at open mats, kind of play around with it, and mm-hmm. practice some more. And I mean,
1: just positional awareness that you're spending more time in these positions and seeing, like, oh, okay, I get that now about this position, you know. So that that's always helpful. Just time on the mat.
2: I'm excited to try Nogi too, when I get back home now. Yeah? Kind of blew my mind a little Phil's bit.
1: Phil's a nogi guy, you know that? Mm-hmm. Who? Specialist. Phil's a guy, specialist. It's my
2: favorite. Yeah, mm-hmm. he pretty much treated me as a specialist. Or not, you were the specialist on me earlier today.
3: <laughs> I, re- I remember coming back and going to an open mat. I think it was Marty or something, or Will. It was like, it's like, what'd you learn at the camp? And I was like, I don't remember a thing. Like, I can't show you one thing we did. I'd have to go look at a video or something. Like... <laughs> They're like, yeah, yeah. They're idiots. Yeah. It's fine, I'm whatever. Say that, no matter what.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Good, excellent. Well, Phil, tell the folks if they choose to do so, how they can support us. Share the podcast. Yep, that's it. Share, like it. Give us a rating if you want. You know, leave a comment if you like it.
2: Oh, I also got a new T-shirt while I was here. Yeah. A BJJ campaign shirt. I that's right. A cash card, but now I have a T-shirt.
1: That's right. Most comfortable rash guards in the world I don't think we're going to have any after this uh so.
3: no they're they're going like hot dogs hot, hot, hot do- not hot cakes hot dogs hot dogs interesting I like yeah, it. I'm keto
1: <laughs> and folks uh if you're not out there doing something each and every day to make yourself better, get out there and do it phil West myself we jiu chitsu we hope you do too.